This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Hello everyone. Takaho. Selamat datang. Konnichiwa. Hola. Annyeonghaseyo. Assalamu alaikum. And Kiora. Connecting Cultures Features is a show by and for the beautiful and diverse multicultural people of Dunedin. Join me every Friday noon for Connecting Cultures Features on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM, podcast on oar.org.nz. Kia everyone. Welcome to Connecting Cultures Features, a show by for and about the multicultural people of Dunedin and New Zealand. So today we have Vikram Selvaraj, the National President of the New Zealand International Students Association here today um, to catch up because um, we've had him on the show before to share about his leadership journey, uh, his studies, um, and now there's so many things going on in the international student space, so I'm really excited to catch up with him. Kia ora, Vikram. Kia ora, uh, Wanakam, and hi everyone, and hi Arina. Thank you so much for being here again. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. It's, um, it's always a pleasure to have a good conversation with you, so thank you for having me once again. Yay! Um, where are you based in right now? So um, I'm still in Christchurch. I've been here since the start of my journey in mm. New Zealand. So I've been living in Christchurch for the past five years and I'm still in Christchurch. Is it good weather not these days in Christchurch? Christchurch, you, I mean, uh, in general, Christchurch is something you can never predict uh-huh. the weather. Like yesterday was really hot and I was like, oh, okay, spring. Is it going to be spring? Kind <laughs> yeah. of like you doubted me. Then today is just, there's no sun. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, it's always hard to predict the weather in Christchurch. Yeah, it's, it's like Dunedin as well. We call it like Dunedin weather. It's so Dunedin. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Um, so you recently finished your studies. Woo! Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's a, I mean, to be honest, it's a big, big relief, not just financially, but emotionally, you know. Mm. Um, it was a big journey. Um, you know, being an international student itself is, is always hard. But being an international student, um, before COVID, through COVID and post-COVID, um, the struggles were real. But, you know, it's just having the right support uh, team behind you, supporting you and encouraging you. It meant a lot to me. And like finally, you know, stepping the finishing line. I think yeah. it, it was a big, big relief and a big proud moment for me. Oh, I'm so happy for you. I just get so happy when people finish their studies because I remember how that felt like two years ago. It's like, oh, it's over, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there were times that I doubt myself. There were Aww. times that I wanted to give up. There were times like, I, I was like, am I really going to finish this? How am I going to do it? You know, all these questions. But, you know, when you finish, when you look at it, you look... You know, you just have the sense of pride, you know, mm. finishing it and not giving up, you know, when when things were getting harder. So I, I'm, I'm just happy that I'm I'm done. Yeah. Can you remind people what you study? So I'm, I, I studied a Bachelor of Criminal Justice. So um, I'm really passionate to become a police officer. Mm. And that's my goal. But uh, that goal will take a while at the end of the day. But um, but it's a journey that I've taken up to learn more about the New Zealand culture and, and the New Zealand criminal justice system as well. So yeah, that's that's the journey that I've taken up. And I'm really proud that I've learned a lot more than I knew. So it's, it's, it's always a learning journey in, in everything you do. So yeah. 
you're doing so well, and I'm just really happy that you're here now. You know, to talk about um, other parts of you that because um, you're also the national president, you're yeah. you're a student, and um, um, you're you're also like applying for jobs now, especially since you've graduated. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean. A lot of exciting things are happening at the moment. Like I like I mentioned, I'm applying for my jobs, and I'm um, I'm also be, I'm also the national president of NZISA, and we have a lot of exciting things coming up. Uh, we have a roadshow that is going to happen uh, in from the month of September, which is next month, and it's going to be we are going to do in four different regions. So we are going to Christchurch, Dunedin, Auckland, and Wellington. So and and it's not it's no more where students come to us. We are going to the students, and mm-hmm. I wanted it to be in person rather than just you know where virtual. I think people are just tired of having just virtual. And I, I am think so tired we, of zooms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think we need to refresh. And now we are going into the post pandemic, um, you know, situation. And I thought we need to do a refreshment. And yeah, so we we are going to have a roadshow, which I can explain later. Uh, a, a little bit more. Yeah, I am so excited to hear more about this roadshow. Um, and it is also for the anniversary of uh, NCISA, right? Yes, it's our fifth year anniversary, <gasps> and and I'm really proud that I'm part of the journey and yeah. being the president. Uh, I'm the fourth president of of NCISA. Um, it's a big honor and a big responsibility. I'm, I'm always, you know, I always value and cherish each day, each moment being the president mm. because it's it's just overwhelming, you know, to hear uh, students' stories and journeys. You know, some of them are really struggling. Some of them are really doing well. You know, there's ups and downs, yeah. but it's just all about, you know, making sure that each journey is being valued and being heard is very important in my role. So I'm, I'm just really glad that I got that opportunity to, to uh, you know, uh, network and um, have those kind of conversations, not just with one particular university, but all over New Zealand. So it's, 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 a, it's a journey that I'm really proud of. And yes, I'm I'm really happy that we are fifth year and I hope NZIC is going to be there for many years, 50 to 100 years. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a journey that I'm really uh, proud of. Like as the, like um, I used to be on NZIC as the, what do you call it? Representative council yeah, member? Council. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two years ago, I kind of forgot. Um the value that NZISA bring to like the education um spec like um sector in New Zealand, yeah. I think it's so important because having that national voice for international students, yeah. like people like we are so scattered like around New Zealand yeah. and we're yeah. such a, a small number like. But when we're together, like, oh, okay, like, this is how many we are, actually. And it's actually a really big number. And it's so important to have NZISA to amplify those voices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm. I think because, uh, like, when when we talk about advocacies, it can it can differ it can be for uh, in each each university it can it can mean differently yeah. but like you mentioned when we are scattered 
people don't take us seriously yeah. and, and it's not easy to advocate but when you bring everyone together in one space where we connect everyone and realize this issue is just not a regional issue but it's a national issue yeah. we are representing them and that's when people take us seriously so I, I'm, I'm happy that NZIC took up the initiative to represent student voice and and and, and make sure that the relationship with, with government agencies and the relationship with students are you know connected so I think that's that's what NZIC want like to achieve being the bridge mm. and, and making sure that we are able to have the relationship uh, and, and making sure the conversations are productive and positive. Mm. Well, I'm really excited to hear more about the roadshow. Uh, but before we do that, we might play a song. Um, I'm really excited for the songs you bring because last time you, you brought us really good songs and with yeah. really good meaning as well. Um, so yeah, just share with us one of the songs. I think um, the songs that I ha- I've chosen this time around is very different from the last time because I went for a lot of melody songs the other time. But this time around, I went for a lot of motivational and pumping and engaging kind of uh, songs. Mm. So this particular song I've chosen is, um, is, is just keeping me motivated at the moment because, you know, things are just overwhelmed and I just had COVID, you know, and, and, and you feel tired. So that song actually makes me feel like, okay, you got this, we got this, we're going to do it kind of thing. So yeah, I, I've chosen this song as my motivational song that I've been playing recently. Yay, thank you. We'll be right back after the song break.
we're back on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. I'm Arina, and you're here for Connecting Cultures Features, a show by, for, and about the multicultural people of Dunedin and New Zealand. I'm here with the National President of NZISA, uh, the New Zealand International Students Association, uh, Vikram Selvaraj. So he's here to tell us about um, the work NZISA is doing, the fifth year anniversary, and also the roadshow that is happening really soon. Um, hi, Vikram. Welcome back. Thank you, Arina. Hey. Um, so let's talk about the roadshow. Um, so at what was the idea behind having the roadshow? So um, it was a long discussion on how we're going to engage with our students. We were thinking about, you know, workshops, web- webinar, you know, going for the events and everything. That's when we thought, what if we can do everything into one space, you know, and, and coming up with a roadshow where we can engage with our students, not just from one particular university, but bring other international students all over the region into one space. So that's how we were brainstorming and everything. And we were thinking about a title and we came up with this title called Rebuilding with NZISA. Mm-hmm. And when I when I mention when I say rebuilding, it's not just rebuilding the relationship, but the rebuilding the courage in you as well. I think it's very important because being international student, we always feel intimidated, you know, isolated and, and just feel lonely and, and just afraid to talk or speak up to people. And I, and I think it's important for those students to understand they are not alone in their journey mm-hmm. and, and we are there for them. And not just we as in NZISA, but the government agencies, different organizations in the community who like to support them. So we are now bringing everyone into one space and, and engage and network them together. Is there a reason why it's on rebuilding? Um, you know, with the post-COVID world, was that something that you wanted Um to happen? Yeah, I mean, def- definitely, it's it's definitely because of the post-COVID uh, situation that we are going, and like I like we mentioned, it's our fifth year, and we need to rebuild, restructure the whole way of engaging with our students because not every year is the same, mm-hmm. and every year we are changing how we you know focus on our advocacy, and and I think post-COVID. Everything's now rebuilding, like you know, yeah. you know, uh, like jobs and the economy and and everything are now you know people are rebuilding their whole the whole uh, government and the whole world, and I think it's it's uh, timely to come up with this title rebuilding with NZISA, and I think it's going to be a fun event. I really like it because it's like rebuilding connections, rebuilding yeah. relationships, because I really value people-to-people connections. Yeah. And you, it's been really isolating during COVID that you can't have those events where you can just talk with people and mm-hmm. share their stories and just like mm-hmm. update each other. Um, yeah. Really excited for the um, roadshow. So tell us... Um, what what are you hoping for to happen during the roadshow? The only thing I hope is for our students to come and just enjoy the moment. Mm. It's for them. I don't expect anything from them. I don't expect them to have answers. I don't expect them to have, you know, pre-planned, um, you know, vision of what they're going to have in the future and everything. It's just for them to enjoy the moment, understand... Uh, what different people have, their views, their stories, and also to network and build relationship with with others. So it's just basically to come and enjoy. That's what I want them to do. 
That's amazing. Um, so where are you heading off to during the roadshow? So, so the first event is going to be in Christchurch, and mm-hmm. we are doing it at University of Canterbury. And the second place is going to be in Dunedin. Uh, we are doing it in the University of Otago. And the third place is going to be in Auckland, and which is in the University of Auckland as well. And the last stop is going to be in Wellington. So we are doing in uh, 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 Victoria University. Yeah, so four major cities. I think that's a yes. very good representation of yeah. the where most international students are. Yes, yes. Mm. We, that's why we wanted to, we didn't want to just cater to North Island or just South Island. We wanted to do all four regions. So yeah. that's why we are going to each particular regions to actually meet all the students. Yeah. Um. So during the roadshow, what other events are happening during the time when you're in those cities? So um, what's ha- going to happen during the roadshow is that we have two sections so two session where the first part will be the formal session we have guest speakers who are, who are going to come in share their uh, journey and give their uh, tips on well-being and and how to um, handle difficult times and everything so it's more of a uh, inspiring stories to be shared and to be heard and um, there will be questions going to be asked to the guest uh, panel members as well and students can ask them questions on any particular questions they have as well. And um, the informal session is where we have a lot of booth set up for them. So when I say booth, is we are bringing in uh, uh, NZQA, uh, ENZ, the all the other government agencies, and all uh, we are bringing the ethnic police officers. Yeah. We are bringing Asian family services who also uh, like um, um, what is it called? Organizations who are in, involved with international background community as well. Mm. So we are bringing them, and we are bringing all the council members, all the city council. We are, they are going to be there. They are going to you know have pamphlets and events that they're going to uh, you know um, promote and everything. Like it's more of like a like a how to say. Uh, of like a festival where people go and share, like learn about different things about different organizations because often when you come in as an international student you're just focused on getting your academic sorted you yeah. know getting your accommodations sorted you know and then after that when you are going through struggles or when you're going through issues you're like oh wait who am I supposed to talk to now hmm. I'm, I'm facing this who is there anyone who is going to help me so this is where we are going to bring in people who can actually guide you and can tell you hey we do this, you can come to us if you have this issue. Mm. You know, those kind of things. But bringing awareness of what they do is very important. So that is what the informal session, the booth is going to be like. And the students will be able to connect with each other because everyone's coming from different um, uh, institutes. You know, they can make friends. They will be like, oh, you're from Singapore. Oh, you're from Malaysia. Oh, you know, making friends is also very important in a, in a, in a foreign country. Yeah. So that's, that's the purpose of the formal session and informal session during the event. I like that um, there is an informal and uh, formal session. So, um, you know, it's just a, the right balance because, you know, people want to be able to um, have fun at the same time when they are like learning and um, getting informed by um, the sessions, basically. Um, and I and just sorry. I, and I just wanted to add on one important thing mm-hmm. is that there's going to be a free food for everyone. Ooh, free food. <laughs> that is the yeah. best way to get people to come. I really yeah. support that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how are you doing with all the planning for the roadshow? Uh, it's been tiring. It's, <laughs> it must be. It's, 
because lo- a lot of logistics uh to be honest especially when you're doing it in four different regions like it's just not one day one event and you're done you're yeah. doing it at four different locations four different logistic issues and we, and and one of the best part of this event is that we when i say we are inviting guest speakers it's not going to be the same guest speakers in each venue it's going to be all different guest speakers so we are inviting almost 18 to 20 guest speakers for all four places wow. so five, five each in each uh, in each place so um so all that uh, logistics has been um, an interesting journey i always see the the positive side because it's uh, it's uh, always nice to see you know um the build up and then you know the end result you know you're looking out for where the event happens and students are going to attend you know at the end of the day when you see that student comes out to you saying thank you for this event Aww. i think that that's the biggest success for me so yeah but um but like i mentioned i think covid hit me hard the um two weeks ago uh it was a big big uh pause for me in oh. terms of health but i had a good team i always have a good team that supports me uh, i i would like to uh, give a special mention for uh, grace and mm. eric they are uh, the co-directors for the event they have been supporting me throughout this journey and and i'm just proud that i have a strong team to depend and work with so thank you to them That is amazing because being part being a leader means you know having all these responsibilities but also knowing that you have a team with you to support you when you need to um totally understand about covid a lot of people have covid or had covid and they're just again rebuilding their life after covid right um like i had covid i think 4 weeks ago or a month ago and i'm still feeling the um after effects it's like it's never it never goes away mm-hmm. um but also just be aware that you know it's okay that you know maybe there is a reason why um uh, maybe we work too hard so we want to slow down um yeah. and just having that space to know that you can rest yeah. when you need to hmm. yeah i mean to be honest i i'm actually happy that i got covid now rather than doing the road show yeah. like <laughs> if i had the covid during the road show i would have missed the whole thing like oh, crazy. me putting all the hard work and i can't attend the event that would have break my heart into pieces yeah so i'm just happy like i like i mentioned i always look at the positive side yeah. so i'm just happy that covid happened before the road show see there are good things from that yeah. um i really want us to talk about just like personal growth mental health well-being and stuff um but before we do that let's go on another song break sure so um this song that i've chosen as um something simple something um you know it's soothing to my heart and soul you know because you know sometimes you're just so busy and you're just rushing everywhere you don't have time to relax and breathe mm. and um and for me songs and music helps me a lot to reflect to you know to uh set pace in my in my day so this particular song that i've chosen actually gives uh keeps me calm and uh have a breathe chill so i think this song has really helped me a lot oh thank you so much vikram so we'll be right back after the song break Adila 
சிரித்தால் என் நெஞ்சின் உள்ளே மழையடிக்கும் அடி பெண்ணே ஒரு முறை நீ சிரித்தால் என் நெஞ்சின் உள்ளே மழையடிக்கும் Natago Access Radio 105.4 FM. I'm Arina and you're here with me for Connecting Cultures Features, a show by for and about the multicultural people of Dunedin and New Zealand. I'm here with Vikram. Hi Vikram. Hi Arina. Yay! Thank you so much for all the songs you brought for us today. Um, and thanks for sharing about the NZISA uh, Roadshow. If you missed that part, um, you can find it again from our podcast, which is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and also on oar.org.nz. Um, so now at this part of the interview, I would really like for us to talk about well-being. Because... 
you know, you just mentioned about all these amazing things you're doing for ENSA ISA and you just graduated. So there's a lot on your plate. Um, but how are you doing mentally? Just, you know, it's a safe space. Yeah. Um, I think it's, to be honest, I did struggle, especially last year. Um, and this year starting, I, I lost my loved ones through COVID mm. and it was not easy, especially not going back to visit them and everything like the family. And, and, and sometimes, you know, you, you miss the people, you miss the, the, um, the, the environment and everything. But for me personally, the way I have survived, the way I've pulled through all these circumstances is actually to reach out to people, you know, reaching out to my safe space, you know, to the people who really care about me, talking to them and saying that I'm struggling, I'm, I'm just down, you know, just accepting that you're, you're vulnerable, you need someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very important to me. And when I did that, you know, people when just hearing me out, um, give me a lot of, um, how to say, uh, I felt good. I, I, I felt good. I, I think it's, it, it um, when we talk about mental health, I think it's important that we need to know that the people are crucial and, and vital to our support system. Uh, mm-hmm. Because when we talk about mental health, it's hard to like, you know, um, just keep it within yourself. Or, you know, just be alone. So having to uh, reach out to people is always important. And I'm glad that I was able to do that. And I'm glad that uh, I had very good support system. And like, I know my partner and having a dog, you know, just having having him with me and just going out with them and just able to be vulnerable to them. And and them accepting me for who I am at that point of time, like no one's perfect, you know, sometimes you always feel, I mean, especially I'm someone who's a leader who likes to lead, who likes to show that, oh, I, I got this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to show my other side. But sometimes it's okay to show that you're weak. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. okay to show you're not okay. And sometimes it's okay to fail. And, 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 and I'm, I'm glad that there are people who accept me for who I am. So I'm, I'm always grateful and thankful for the support system that I have. That's beautiful, right? I really like when you said that, you know, you're a leader. So there are parts of you that you show to the community, to the uh, people you represent. But there are also parts of you that you hide because of professional boundaries, you know, like really valid reasons. Um, But you have people who know you personally that you can just open up and share what's going on. I think that's a really beautiful thing, like... um, like I see myself as someone who tries hard to do things and want to do want to be part of the community, want to make make a change and stuff. Mm-hmm. But at home, I just want to, you know, r- cry or rest or mm-hmm. um watch Netflix all day and do do those things and yeah. to not feel guilty for having mm-hmm. those two sides of you. Um yeah. you can't be 100% of one and all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. You can always have that part of you that you can just have experience, basically. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Um, what other kind of well-being things that you do these days that help you, in, especially when you're feeling anxious about the future? Because you're in that transition period as well because you graduated. You don't know what's going to happen next year. How mm-hmm. are you coping with that? 
I think my my answer remains the same. Just talking to people, talking mm-hmm. to people who are professional people, especially who are in the working field. You know, giving their journeys, their their story of how they struggle to get a job when they graduated. Because mm-hmm. we know when once we graduate, we are already looking at what's next. But sometimes, what next can come within a month, within six months, or within a year. But it's just all about being patient. But we, being a human. Sometimes we have when we when we go through the phase of uncertainty or you start doubting yourself, you, you feel like, am I really worthy? Am I even am I am I even going to get a job here? Like, why are they not getting me? Like, oh, am I am I different? You know, am I not you know, suitable for this? So you start having all those questions. So it's important to talk to people, and and I'm glad that I'm able to do that. I talk to people not just from. Um, one particular field but different field like for instance when i uh, i talk to people from student care i talk to people my friends who are working adult i talk to family members it's just talking to different people to understand their perspective of what i feel as well is important so it's it's, it's important to um, have that connection and relationship and um the other things that i do personally is also talk to students as well hmm. uh, to understand what they are going through and that's when i realized that hey the students are also going through the same thing so i'm not alone you're not you know? alone <laughs> so, so uh, having that kind of conversations and who we with with students who have just uh, you know graduated it's also important for me and I, i and i'm glad that i'm able to do that when you experience something um mm-hmm. really hard right you feel so yeah. isolated you feel like the whole world is against you yeah. But only when you share that story and then people mm-hmm. comment or like if you post it on social media or you talk to people like, oh, that actually happened, you know, to to yep. me too. Or mm-hmm. um, my friend experienced that. Now this is where that person is at. Yeah. Um, it will feel less isolating when you just yeah. open up. I, I, I think it, you you summed up very well because um, I can give you a perfect example. When I first came to New Zealand, I went through racism. And um, I was discriminated, and I I didn't open up to anyone because I thought no one was gonna listen to us. Like, who am I supposed to talk to? Like, you know, the person who who racially abused me and racially discriminated me um, was a white person. Okay. And and if I'm going to talk to someone else, the other person is also going to also going to be a white person. So I was not, you know, um, in a in a state of mind where I can open up to someone else from that. Uh, you know color yeah. so it was hard but when i actually did that's when i realized that not everyone is the same there are so many loving people who are actually you know caring and 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 strongly against racism and discrimination and they were the one who actually encouraged me to stand up for myself and 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 actually motivated me to become who i am today you know mm. me speaking up for students today It's something that was not easy for myself to speak up when I came in the first year. Yeah. So the journey was actually like when you talk to people, that's when you realize that you know they they are different. They are uh, not everyone's going to be the same, and 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 it's important to share that journey. And there are uh, there are people who can support you as well. I think that 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 is one of the main thing that actually brought me where I am today, and I'm really really grateful that I went through those experience so that I was able to share with people. Oh, thank you so much for sharing us about that. And I'm really glad you mentioned about that racism experience that you had. I think a lot of people had have those moments where they just shut down and you just feel like, oh my God, you know, that just happened to me and I don't know what to do. Um, so 
thank you for mentioning that for us so that you know we're just aware that things happen to people and um you know i i'm very aware of being a bystander these days like okay that happened to me once i don't want it to happen to anyone else so when that happens i will support that person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and also just thinking about each other's privileges like yeah. um you know there you may have some privilege that other people don't have so that that is why it's more suitable for you to be a support person for those people and stand up yeah. for them yeah mm-hmm. i think um when you just talked about privileges um there was uh, a lecturer who actually shared a story and i i just wanted to share with you um you should never feel guilty of your privileges you should only feel guilty about how you use your privilege mm. i think that is very important being a white or being being rich or b- being in a position where you are better than someone you should not feel guilty about it at all but you should only feel guilty about it when how you use them yeah it's going to affect others if you if you're not going to help others that's when you should feel guilty because you're not doing the right thing so i think that uh, that particular uh, class that i went was really uh, touching and i always kept that in mind that is such a good quote though i i really appreciate that you mentioned that you know cuz um there's so many like privilege checklists out there um and like as like if i think of myself like okay there are some things that i'm not privileged with but like i'm an able bodied you know i um you know i have a job here there's so many things that um everyone should do a privilege checklist really mm-hmm. you know to see because there are so many things that you don't realize is a privilege because yeah. you're in the state of privilege you don't realize the underprivileged mm-hmm. mm. yeah yeah um, thank you so much, Vikram. You know, I really like talking to you because we get to talk about so many different things and like it all comes together and, um, you know, it's so nice having you on the show today. Yeah, yep. thank you so much once again for inviting. It's always nice to uh, share the journey and, and, and always uh, able to motivate others. So thank you once again for giving me that opportunity. Hmm. One last thing. Um, yeah. Let's you can share with us the uh, NCISA Roadshow again, so people can find more information about it if they need the info. So, uh, especially for Dunedin, uh, we are coming on the twenty second of September, and all the in, uh, info are in our Facebook page, which is NCISA. Uh, if you ch- if you search them, and um, we will all be also sending out invites to the international team and our uh, the international rep as well. So the comms uh, will be sent out to you all and there will be advertisements in uh, Otago Uni. And, and we will uh, like to encourage you guys just spend that four hours of the day. It's going to be at uh, on the 22nd of September at 5 p.m. And I just want you guys to come there, relax, enjoy, network and have a good weekend the next day. So that's that's what I want you guys to uh, uh, do and just enjoy. Yeah, thank you so much, Vikram. I think that was a really good um, sharing session to the students. And um, yeah, so thanks for the link. People will go in and find more info. 
Thank you, everyone. Welcome back to Connecting Cultures Features, a show by for and about the multicultural people of Dunedin and New Zealand. So, before the song break, we had an interview with Vikram Selvaraj. He is the national president of the New Zealand International Student Association, and he talked to us about the roadshow, the NZISA roadshow that is happening um, in a couple of weeks. Um, so, if you missed that part of the interview, you can find the podcast on ORFM, oar.org.nz. It's also on Spotify and Apple Podcast, so you can definitely hear back the conversation I had with Vikram uh, before the song break. And I think this part of the show will be me sharing what's coming up in the community. And also, I'll be sharing some things about um, Blackpink. I don't know. I just really wanted to mention it on air because it's my favorite Korean girl group. And they've just uh, launched their new song uh, as part of their second album. And they're coming to New Zealand next year. I'm so excited. Uh, but before I go on to talk about K-pop, let's talk about the Tetiriti-based um Multicultural Day, which is today. So the Tetiriti-based Multicultural Day is celebrated on the last Friday of August each year. And today is the last Friday of August. How crazy is that? How is it already August? Um, and coming to September, I still can't believe how fast this year has gone. But let's talk about the Multicultural Day. Um, so the... On today, the Friday of 26th of August, 2022, people all over New Zealand will bring their cultural heritage into their work and family life. This includes wearing traditional attire, sharing traditional food and music, speaking in their native language, and sharing stories from their home or Kainga Tipu, which is their ancestral homeland. Um... It's really interesting. I've got this information from the Waitaki Multicultural Council, uh, which is based in Omaru. And I'm just really impressed with the events they're having. Um, they'll be having a Art of Peace exhibition. Um, and they'll also be having like a photo session with people wearing their traditional outfits. I'm just really happy when events like this happen because... Um, I'm just thinking about, you know, just wearing your traditional outfits to work in school, like on a regular, like a normal basis, um, can be really hard for some people because it's actually not easy to just like wear your, um, wear something you're proud of, like your culture and be like, and not have like weird questions about it. Um, I used to have questions like that, uh, and like, I used to struggle with that. But now I don't, you know, I don't really care anymore. But for some people, it's really hard to be there for your culture. And I'm just happy that this day is here to um, share, you know, the um, diversity and all the amazing different people that we have in the city. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I think there'll be a lot of social media on the um, multicultural day as well. Um, and this is 
by the um, Multicultural Council of New Zealand. So um, they are the big um, organization, basically, that um, supports the multicultural people in New Zealand. And uh, part of that are the regional um, councils that make up the Multicultural New Zealand organization. Um, Yes, super excited. Um, So that is happening today. And also... And also sharing another event, which is the 2022 Mid-Autumn Festival, National Day, and 50th Anniversary of China and New Zealand Relations Celebration. So on the 10th of September, which is in two weeks, yep, so which is in two weeks, there will be an event um, organized by the Dunedin Senior Chinese Association. If you don't know them, you might have seen them. Um, they're very active at um, like community events. They'll be the ones uh, wearing such beautiful clothes and dancing their traditional dances. Um, and um, they have a show with us on ORFM as well called the Dunedin Chinese Culture Show. So if you haven't listened to that, I really suggest you should. Um, so that show is basically the elders um, in the community sharing what they remember or what they know about the Chinese um, culture. And it is translated in English. Uh, so it's a dual show like Mandarin and English. Um, and it's one of one of my favorite shows ever because that's how you know we learn about Chinese culture through conversations like that um yeah so basically the Dunedin Senior Chinese Association they have organized this event um the Chinese Mid-Autumn Festival and I know that Mid-Autumn Festivals happen to a lot of other cultures as well not just people who are identified as Chinese and it also coincides with Mooncake Festival, if you're more familiar with that. Um, so it'll be really fun to celebrate um, and just be around these people. And yeah, so this event will happen on Saturday, uh, 10th of September, 2022, 1 p.m. Um, to 3.30 p.m., uh, so like in the afternoon, at Kavanaugh College Auditorium. Um, and it is free. It's organized by the Senior Chinese Association and supported by the Ministry of Ethnic Communities. Um, and there's also a lot of co-organizers. Uh, for example, the Otago Chinese uh, Southland Association, um, Otago University Students Association, um, the, the Chinese Students Association, the Multi-Ethnic Council, uh, Pakistan Association, Nat Yolaka School of Indian Dance, uh, the Chinese Youth Association for Dunedin Chinese, Kavanaugh College, Abbotsford Kindergarten, Kadodo West African Drum and Dance, uh, Vidit Idara School of Dance, and also the Dunedin Tai Chi. So there is a lot of things happening at this event so I'm really excited to see what's going on because I really miss um, multicultural events and we haven't had one for a while so just excited to be there um yeah so that is happening in two weeks so come celebrate with us on the same day, uh, the Saturday of 10th September, is the International Cultural Expo hosted by 
uh, OUSA and also OISA, the International Students Association. So it's part of the um, Students Diversity Week at the University of Otago. And I'm really excited for this because I used to be organizing this event um, back when I was a student because um, I was part of the uh, OUSA, but now I'm not. So <laughs> I'm really excited to be there to see like the amazing things that happen or anything that's changed or, you know, it's just amazing to see when people, um, when, when th- these or these events happens like every year and they're led by different people. So I'm sure um, Sean, this year's OUSA uh, international rep, would do such an amazing job, more than I did. Uh, so I'm there to support. Um, so here's the blurb for the event. Join us on Saturday, 10th September for a fun and interactive expo like no other. Let the OUSA clubs bring the world to you. I like that because you can't travel, so they will bring the world to you. So each club will have their own stall showcasing something special. Check out all the clubs that will be joining us below. So the clubs that will be joining them are the uh, Indonesian Community Association, ICA, Indian Students Association, ISA, the Muslim University Students Association, MUSA, the Otago Japanese Students Association, OJSA, the Otago Malaysian Students Association, OMSA, the Otago Vietnamese Students Association, OVSA, the Otago Singapore Club, OSC, the Otago University Thai Students Association, and also the Otago International Students Association, OISA. So this event starts at 10, 10 a.m. till around 2.30, and it's just a perfect event. So if you're free on Saturday um, for the whole day, you might want to go to this event in the morning and then go to the Chinese um, seniors event uh, in the afternoon. I think that's what that's what I'm doing, <laughs> and I'm really excited for that. So the entry is a gold donation coin. We highly encourage everyone to wear their cultural outfits, embrace the cultural diversity of Dunedin. Yay! It's so exciting. I'm really excited for cultural, um, International Cultural Expo. Um, there's so many things that I look forward to um, every year, and this is like one of them. Um, yeah, so that is all from me today but um i do want to play one of blackpink's new music so blackpink is my one of my favorite k-pop groups and they've released a song called pink venom and i still don't know how i feel about the song like it's okay but like it's not the best but you know they haven't had a comeback for a really long time so i'm just gonna appreciate it in a way and they're also coming to new zealand next year in june and i'm already saving money for those tickets uh it'll be my first concert as well so i'm just just excited that you know there are good things happening in the world and we are starting to rebuild this world again uh with all the connections and people and um yeah i'm just really happy that I'll be traveling or and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so enjoy this song. I hope you have a really good day. And thanks for listening to Connecting Colleges Features on RFM. We'll be right back in next week. Uh, same time, Friday and Monday.
Bye bye. Listening to Connecting Cultures features on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.